Because, see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They bitch the low day, but it's always fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a row, betting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stack stuff is not very, where it always starts. The stack so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Welcome to another episode of In the Stacks with Barry and LaToya. Both of us are sick today. Um, I'm doing a little better. Well, but we're still sick. Yeah. You blame me for getting you sick. Yeah, you got me sick last week. And, and I blame uh, it on Joel, so it just kind of rolled from there. Yeah, but I don't know how I understand how it rolls uphill, because I'm at the top. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I must have been standing downwind of you. That's it. Whatever. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, I went to the doctor yesterday, and they gave me a, a Z-Pack. Which is always good. And um, some Nasonex. Oh, okay, yeah, I have that at home, too. Yeah, which um, normally I don't do those kind of things, because I, I, I once had a chemical addiction to the little Afrin and Dristan Are things. you serious? Yes. And, I didn't uh, know that. So, yeah, I kicked the habit years ago. And uh, so when, when she mentioned this thing to me, I said, yeah, I don't really do the, the nasal things, <laughs> you know, and, and explain it. She goes, like oh, no, no, this, stuff, this stuff's safe. You know, oh, okay. she said, this yeah. isn't the same thing. I said, okay. Well, I, was, I, was, I didn't know about, like, the psychological things, Yeah, exactly. You know. But um, now I used that, and that was, that was pretty tight. Um, See, it doesn't I work better like, well on me. Boom. Yeah. And, then, of course, with that, you have to take it in the morning because it revs you up a little. You can't take it at night. Which, you know, curious the opposite. She says she has to take it at take night because she says morning. it makes her sleepy. Really, you're supposed to take it in the morning. And mine didn't say yeah. anything about it. But yeah. I took it yesterday as soon as I got home. And uh, then immediately took a nap because I could breathe all of a sudden, you know. (laughs) So I went and took a nap. Um, But this morning I took it in the morning. Yeah, Yeah, I know my my doctor generally, and the the stuff I've seen as far as you know, occasionally I do read the side effect information, all that stuff. They they you know suggest taking it in the morning time. So, um, but yeah, it doesn't work for me as well as I guess it works for you. Yeah, if you have a higher tolerance, yeah, you're like drugged out of your mind. Yeah. Yeah, I have to be drugged out. Yeah. Now, is that a new shirt? Yeah. yeah. I got it at Walmart for $3. Oh. Yeah, I was like... Did yeah. you see Did you see Boo Boo Child or whatever while she... No, I was at the Edenton Walmart. Oh. I did not oh, yeah, go she to... doesn't go to Edenton. She goes yeah. high-class Milledgeville. High-class? No, I don't like the Milledgeville Walmart. That's a nicer Walmart than the one in Edenton. It's just like... I mean, I know it's not, your, it's not your home Walmart, <laughs> but it's a nicer Walmart. Well, the clientele in the one here is different, and yeah. it's always busy. That, that reminds me of a story. Uh, about last, black people? No, last Saturday, you know, we uh, drove down to Folkestone, uh-huh. which is about a four-hour drive from here with Julian. And um, so I was in my suit. Julian's in his suit. Carrie's all dressed up. So we're driving down there. And about three mm-hmm. hours into the trip, um, we were a little bit outside of Waycross. Um, I look back, and I see that Julian has begun... Um, Stripping? Vomiting. Oh. And, uh, and it was like something out of the extras because I mean, he just kept coming, you know. And I, and I told oh Carrie, God. I said, yeah, you need to pull over, <laughs> you know. And he was yeah. wearing a jacket over his suit, yeah. a little jacket thing, but um, to oh stay warm. But so we pulled over and of course he had ruined his suit. It was all over his pants yeah. and all the stuff and um, seeped through to his underwear and stuff. Oh my gosh, and, that uh, was something serious. So of course we did not bring, you know, another change, change of clothes. Yeah. So, you know, we cleaned him as best we could and started driving. And, um, 
and you know, we, we saw like a Fred's and a Dollar General stuff, but we kept pushing on it because we were figuring, you know, okay, we're There's in Georgia. Eventually, yeah. we'll see a Walmart. Exactly. And we had to get into into the heart of Waycross before, before we found one. Wow. So Carrie ran in and bought him a new suit. And um, she forgot to get him any underwear. And so he had to go commando the rest of the day. Um, <laughs> Did he comment on that? Was that like an experience for him that... Not really. I mean, we had joked about going commando before, oh, you know, okay. but, but that was the first time he had gone commando. But he didn't <laughs> because seem to, he had to, not yeah, he didn't he seem to particularly, to. you know, to oh, enjoy okay. it or anything, <laughs> you know. But um, but yeah, so we had to we had to stop at Walmart to get him some new clothes. Yeah, he just got car sick on the way down. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I know what is it. Carrie gets car sick. Yeah, and I think with him, I think it was that um, Carrie blames it on uh, the fact he was playing on his DS for a while before. That that but, can uh, contribute. To I it. think because. When I look back, he seemed to be like barely conscious when he was vomiting. I think he had started to fall asleep. Oh and, my gosh! You know, but anyway. Wow, so, that yeah. is something serious. So it was. It was. If you count, he had a suit that didn't fit, so we had bought him a new suit, which he then threw up on, and then we had to buy him another new suit to replace that one. Um, so it was like a three suit wedding for him. <laughs> you know, it's like more ch more clothing changes than uh you know Lady Gaga. Yeah, and I mean I guess you needed the excitement on that drive. I mean it was such a long yeah. drive and it broke it up a bit for yeah. you. <laughs> he was fine on the way back, and uh, luckily he did not get anything on me. Yeah, that's that's the so, important part. Yeah. What were we talking about before? Before you told Walmart me like... and stuff, you being sick and you got your new three dollar shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a three dollar shirt. I know you got like two dollar panties. No, mm, no, I wear Victoria's Secret boring <laughs> panties. The little cotton, a little, boring like stuff. the granny panties, or well, I mean they're not granny, but okay. I mean I guess they're full coverage. Yes, compared to the other stuff <laughs> that Victoria's Secret sells, that's it. Okay. Which is interesting. I've had them for like maybe seven or eight years. Like the I same bought a pair, but no, no. <laughs> I bought a whole bunch. I was like, wow, these are like your face, like your comfy face. <laughs> for a while, they would have all these kinds of <laughs> sales on that yeah. type. And I'd accumulated so many of right. them that it's like, yeah. You never I, need any more. No. And yeah. I mean, I only wear the Victoria's Secret underwear. I'm like, I don't wear anything else. Hmm. I mean, I have so many. And yeah. I mean, it's a higher quality, um, or at least it used to be. Yeah. Um, and they've just worked that way. So. I don't like going in there. Uh, it bothers me. <laughs> we, well, it's, it's like so pink. The color, it's like, I, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's like sensory overload. What Not to we, mention the fact that, I, to me, everybody who works in there is rude. I've uh, never been in one where they were rude. Or snooty or snooty, yeah. I guess. Um, we took... I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, how can you be snooty? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you work in an underwear store. Okay? And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, Carrie sold lingerie for years at, like, Belk's. You know, that's mm -hmm. the department she was in. Nothing wrong with that, but, I mean, come on. You're oh selling people God. things to cover their, their woohoos and the wahas. Or not you know. even really sufficiently covering it in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we went to Alabama, you know, it was a Christmas trip. Right. <laughs> um, we went to the mall, and we had my um, nephew with us. It was, um, the guys were parking the car, my dad and, and my brother. And so it was my sister-in-law, me, mom, and Jordan, my nephew. And as soon as we walked into the mall, Elise was like, okay, I want to go into... Victoria's Secret because it was one of the first stores you see when you get there. Yeah. So we walked in and poor Jordan that whole time. I mean, we did not stay in there very long, 
because I pulled him out. He was so uncomfortable. He's like, I don't want to be in here. Yeah. I mean, he's an eight-year-old boy, but he has no interest in it. He's like, I don't want to do this. this there's too much girl stuff. And I just, well, I'm not I'm uncomfortable not, being He in just there. didn't want to be there. He was it's like, just, this is, yeah. I don't, I don't get you know, the, the bright pink carpet. Bright their, pink yeah, it's walls. their signature color. I mean, it's just it's too much. Yeah, it is a bit much. You know, I mean. But I, I mean, again, I'm I've never been into the lingerie type stuff, really. Yeah. I mean, there was a window of time where I felt my body was well enough to carry that, and it looked yeah. sexy. And then it was um, downhill after that. So. <laughs> that was just like a Tuesday, and then the next yeah. day, it was like, it's yeah, gone. Gotta yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. But. Okay, but now before we get, we've already talked about your underpants and stuff, but from no, this point forward, at this point forward, we should let everybody know that the opinions, viewpoints, and comments expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect those of the Library Board of Trustees, our staff, me, anybody really except for Latoya. Yes, Latoya, what she says is, is true, mm-hmm. and some of the things she says, thankfully, she has not said on the show. <laughs> Otherwise, you know. That no, that's Bad. you. Oh, which oh, reminds me. Please, we could do a whole show just of things you you say. Okay, well, yeah, that's true. That would really upset people. <laughs> um, actually, actually, off the show, I think with the exception of a little more, um, a little more vulgarity and, yeah. a, and a few more cuss words, I'm pretty much the same. Okay, I guess so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last night I text you because I, I assume you got it about John Stewart. His oh, yeah, Valentine's yeah, yeah. Day show had Ricky Gervais on it. I, it was hilarious because I, you know, obviously he has these guests, guests on that pit, you know, are are promoting their whether it be a book or a right. movie or whatever. He gets on there, and he they don't even talk about the the show. I mean, at the very end when he's trying to rein the conversation back in, uh-huh. that's when they, he mentions, "Oh, watch it on blah blah blah." The whole conversation turns into panda sex. Okay. And I know, so, I know they, they try showing like porn to pandas and, and zoos to get yeah, them excited. Yeah, and they talk about that. Yeah. And they're doing all these hand motions and stuff, or at least Ricky is, and, uh-huh. and John is like, um, what is that? You know, <laughs> but I mean, it, it was so hilarious yeah. that, you know, I, I told you you definitely needed to watch it. Right. But, yeah. And then, of course, I watched Tosh, so Tosh I was all yeah. into... The um, vulgar type yeah. stuff. Although I'm not sure what he was wearing classified as high fashion in any well, any place. It, it's preppy high fashion. I it know. Like the uncool professor. <laughs> wasn't even like he cool reminded me fashion. of, I forgot the name, but you know how P. Diddy has like his butler. Yeah. yeah. And I know he's like a character too, yeah. but that's what it reminded me of. Hey, you know, P. Diddy apparently knocking boots with Cameron Diaz these days. Really? See, I'd heard rumors yeah. about well, you stuff, know, so but I didn't... There were rumors that they had hooked up like a year or two ago. Yeah. But apparently lately they've been seeing... As a matter of fact, they went to, I think it was the Grammys or someplace recently, they they came together. Really? And they were on the red carpet and stuff, and, and people have been saying that they've been out at restaurants and all this kind of stuff. I Nobody's seen that. them yeah. like swap and spit, but they're together all the time. That would be interesting, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I certainly... Isn't she older than him? I'm not sure. They may be the same, same age, age, actually. I thought she was a couple years older. I'm not sure. Because she's... she's Whenever I hear how old she is, I'm always surprised. Because she looks older, or... No, because, I mean, she's she looks really good for her age. And see, I have never thought that she was an attractive woman. Well, her the height of her hotness was in the mask. 
And even then, well, when, yeah. When, when she, she came yeah, in she out, and she a, was like out of the rain in that wet red dress and she was like, you know, the scene. Yeah. That, you know, obviously established she was supposed to be the hot girl. You know, everybody stops what they're doing and looked at her. She did look incredible. And, and after that, she started getting skinnier. Yes. Um, and she still, I think she still has a great smile. That That's one of her appeals, I think, is she has such a, she has a, one of those big smiles. Yeah, and I don't like that. I well, wish she would smile less. Uh, you know, that's like, I know people say that about Julia Roberts, too, but I think that's one of the things people like about her. Yeah. Is, is, even if it's fake, and it may be, it looks genuine because it's so big, you know. I mean, it's such a big, happy smile. It makes you smile. You know. Okay, she is 39, he's 42. Oh, wow, he's older. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I see, I didn't even realize he was 42. I thought he was in his Yeah, see, I would have reversed their ages. Yeah, I thought I she was 42 too. and he was 39. But, well. Huh. Shows you what I know. Um, so is there a library? Business? Yeah, I was thinking we should probably talk about it. We're yeah, like third, 12 minutes into the show. Oh, are we? Oh. Yeah. Um, not really. Not really what? We're not library really 12 minutes. There's not oh. really any library news. Oh. Um, well, I mean, AARP we still have, is here yeah, today. Yeah. They're doing uh, tax assistance for low-income um, people and for old people. Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit disappointed because obviously the way we set up the room initially. Um, they which, don't like. Yeah. Or, I mean, or it doesn't work for them. I, I mean, I suppose it's not they didn't like it. It just doesn't work. So it caused but, me to have well, to... <laughs> you know, not to complain about it, but they, oh, they checked thought. out the room before yeah. they they started doing it. And, and it, I didn't hear anything about them being unhappy with the room until the day of. And yeah. Like, oh, no, no, we've got to change yeah, this. It's never, like, isn't this the same they, person who was here the day before? <laughs> well, they didn't see how we were going to set up the computers, oh, okay. the fact so, that yeah. they were together. Yeah, I, I thought mean, they I saw just, that. No, no, no. Because, yeah, Joel had done that on a, the Saturday before they started. Um, so yeah, they, they didn't know about that. So I'm hoping though I can figure out a way to not have to completely we, we have break a it down. Client. Over you, are you checking your email? Um, yeah. I mean, well, does ours go, go through a SIP client? Well, I guess it? technically Joel software or what we run in house would be a SIP client. Okay. Um, Cause they're about to, um, reset the SIP thing. So they said your SIP clients may need to be restarted on your end. Um, is that a message that was sent out to... It was on the Pinesdale and on the directors. Well, you can f forward it to Joel and, and, you know, put in the message, you know, please be advised or pay attention to it. So, yeah, it's great that we're talking about this on the show. Well, this is, this is the library news part. This is the part where we have to oh, talk well, about yeah, library stuff. Yes. <laughs> and we've been having some problems lately with the, you know, still having problems because of the upgrade at the state, um, which... I'm sure by the time most of the kinks have been worked out, we'll be moving to another version. So, <laughs> which uh, next Monday when we're closed to the public, mm -hmm. we should mention that uh, we have some guests coming from uh, from Pines um, and GPLS. Um, Although, the, yeah, they're the Pine staff, which is a right. part of yeah. Um, so Dawn Dale is going to be here. Mm -hmm. She's and, a, um, uh, help, the Pines help desk manager. Yeah, and Elizabeth McKinney's going to be here. And she's the Pines she's like over Pines. She's like director. the Pine Czar or something. Yeah, she's the Pine Czar. Yeah. And I think uh, she's going to, I asked her to talk about the history of Pines and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And then um, Dawn, I think, is going to mostly focus on Evergreen and, and yeah. the changes in Evergreen. And I asked her to mention the things that are supposed to be working in Evergreen that weren't, just to give us an idea no, of when things No, it's just the fill time work. because you know that stuff probably won't end up working. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> 
God, anyway, God, so I'm so stopped up. Yeah. I it's like it's weird. I got home and well, it's always I got worse, worse at night. Yeah, I mean, every, it was every, just, everything. No matter what what's wrong with you is worse at night. Yeah. I don't know why that is. Because, yeah, I got home, and then I started to feel worse again, yeah. and then been, I was completely stopped up, and even last night, because, um, you know, I have to wear that whole contraption to go to sleep, uh-huh. and, like, one of my nose was, uh, nostrils was um, running, and so I had that, you know, the mask on, and it was, I mean, it was complicated right. and uncomfortable, so then I had to, you know, blow my nose, put back on the sleep mask, and, like lay with my head going back so yeah. that it would just drain back and stuff. For Halloween, you ought to just wear that to work. That would be so stupid. I mean, you can you could incorporate that into some cool, like, Star Wars outfit. You know? <laughs> yeah, I see that. No, <laughs> It's like Darth no LaToya. No. Um, <laughs> this, I figured this show, we're just winging it as far as where the conversation goes because it's just easier that isn't way. Isn't that what we do every week? No, we have some sort of structure, kind of. <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, all right, so you're saying you don't want to do, like, Latoya in a minute soon? And well, no, but, yeah, we'll do it. Well, I mean, so it'll forth. probably, like, yeah. go into that. But I was going to mention, you know, obviously, since I'm into this whole reading thing again, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I did recently finish the Steve Jobs book oh, yeah. um, and rated it and all that stuff. I finished it, I guess it was Tuesday. Um, what, what did you think? I gave it, I think it was a three out of four stars or something, or three out of five or four out of five. I can't remember exactly. That's a big difference, though. Three out of four and three out of five. No, well, difference. no, it's out of five, but I'm, I can't remember if it's three or four oh. out of five because there are things in the book that are mentioned but never conclu- or resolved. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he discusses. Um, the Pixar stuff, but he doesn't mention when he left Pixar at and, all. And this one actually covers all the way through his death, right? Yeah. Well, okay. no, no, no. He didn't. They he had finished the book right before he died. Oh, okay. But which was interesting because the way the book ends makes sense. Right. So even with him not knowing when he's going to pass away, um, but it just talked about his sickness and how bad it was at yeah. that point. Um, but yeah, so. I wasn't completely thrilled with it because of, you know, again, it was missing some um, wrap-up pieces in there. Some of it felt repetitive in the information because it's like, how many times are you going to say that Steve Jobs is an asshole? Yeah. I mean... bears repeating. Well, no, but I mean, you know, it just... And it wasn't very linear. Um, Mm. um, It was more, like, event-driven. So it's like you had to pick... um, um, a section on Apple II, you had a section on iPod, you know, chapters. And did, it, did it jump around in time? In time, yeah. I oh, mean, okay. so See, like... I don't, I don't like biographies to do that. So, so yeah, it's like he would... I felt like it was just going to be basically a timeline. Yeah. But then he introduces stuff or includes stuff that references back to something that... I mean, it just it felt weird yeah. to me. Um, the writing was... Eh, you know, um, it was decent, um, but I do like how the book, um, basically the tone it had throughout most of it made it clear as to what his personality type, and there was a point in the book where it was, you know, I can't remember the specific moment, but then my feelings immediately changed. It's like it, I softened towards, you know, the man that was Steve Jobs, despite all his BS, mm-hmm. um, you appreciate what it is that he um, gave to society. Um, right. Because, I mean, regardless, he's he should 
be in history much like um, Ford was. I mean, he was he did revolutionize the computer and digital industry, period. Um, but yeah, I'm glad it's done. I told Anne yesterday that I finished it. She's like, yeah, that's a long book. <laughs> so she wasn't going to pick it up or had thought yeah. maybe, and then she saw how big it was. Like, mm -mm. So I said, you know, if you're a huge Mac Apple fan or Steve Jobs fan, you need to read the book. Mm -hmm. But if you're casually interested, you can not read the book. <laughs> but I mean, it did, it was very in-depth. Mm -hmm. um, again, there were some things that I felt were lacking, but I'm glad I read it. Did he ever get married? Yeah, he, he did marry. Um, I, th I think so her name is Laureen no Powell. Or? Yeah, he has three kids or had three was kids. Was he close to them? He was closer to them than he was he was to the his child that he had with a former girlfriend and was like, oh, that couldn't be my child. And he denied it for, for years, even though everybody knew it was his mm -hmm. kid. Um, so they had a very tumultuous relationship. Mm -hmm. But he had three kids with his wife, and one of which um, is a boy, Reed, um, and he was close to him. Mm -hmm. He was closer to the boys than to the girls. He... It felt like he doted on him, the the son, not so much with the girls. Uh -huh. But regardless, he was married to his job, so it it almost felt like the kids were, you know, all part of what he's supposed to do in the grand plan. Right. But um, yeah, it was clear that he was more interested in work <laughs> than anything. So it was it was good. Brian, did he divorce his wife, or were they still? No, married they were still him? married. Yeah, oh, yeah. See, I didn't hear anything about his family when he died. Yeah, no, they're because um, I think that her son, their son uses like, or had been using her maiden name, I guess, because you know you don't want to draw too too much attention mm -hmm. to, you know, if you have Jobs as the last name, you're immediately going to be like, oh, are you related to you know, so. Um, but yeah, the the three kids. I, I I actually occasionally have people ask me if I'm related to the candy people. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet. Are you related to the people who make the candy? So they see a white man know, with maybe. the last name Reese and assume yeah. that you're affiliated with yeah. Reese's Pieces or just Reese's. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, they married. I think it was in like, it was in the nineties, ninety two, some, you know. Mm. But yeah. He, he, because he was into the Zen stuff or whatever, he had like some mm. Zen person, um, it's fine, <laughs> um, marry them and mm. yeah, it was, but I mean, again, it was good and he, you know, often he liked walking around barefoot and, you know, in the earlier years he'd go to meetings barefoot, regardless of who he was meeting, <laughs> yeah. um, he would dress like a hippie, um, Oftentimes, he would not bathe for a while. Um, so I'm okay with the barefoot thing and all that stuff, but not the, the not bathing. Yeah, he wasn't in, in, into bathing. Yeah, he I, had I, extreme I, diet. To me, that's not something you can be into or not into. Yeah, he wasn't into <laughs> <laughs> um, bathing and stuff. But again, he was a very unique individual. I think at one point in the book, it says, you know, he wasn't necessarily an incredib incredibly smart man he wasn't a genius as far as his um intellect mm -hmm. but the things that he did or what what was um he was prompted to do was genius you know so yeah he might not have been a master at the back end of computer stuff but he at least knew enough but his vision is what drove right. everything so 
it's it was good. I'm glad it's done because you know I'm trying to do the whole read one book a month at least. Mm-hmm. And I you know granted that there are sometimes where I'll go days without picking up the book. I've been reading it since I guess last month. Mm-hmm. So now I you know I've started on a second book. Um, I'm trying. What I'm trying to do is like do if I have um, nonfiction books and then. And of course, I have my list of fiction. Try right. to you know do nonfiction, fiction, nonfiction, so forth. Um, so, one that got bumped up on my list is because um, my psychiatrist suggested it. Um, Codependent, no more. Like it's mm. it's an That's older a famous book. book yeah. yeah, it was published back in '86. Um, anyway, I just started that. I only read the first chapter um, so far because yesterday I didn't do any reading, but. As I was reading it, I, I was like, wait a second, that's like me. So apparently it's really good. Some of the reviews I saw before I started reading it talked about, you know, people were like, oh, this changed my life. And usually I'm leery about, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, whatever. But we'll see. Maybe it'll make me better. Maybe. <laughs> I'm reading a novelization of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, <laughs> you know, and mainly it's because, you know, I've read all the indie novels and I've, I had the this collection that has all the, the movie novelization. And I hadn't read it because, you know, I saw the movie. You know, it's one thing to, to read a book and that's then made into a movie, movie but yeah. if, it's a, if it's a book based on a movie, generally those aren't very good. Um, I'm actually enjoying this so far. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's like all the indie scenes are for the most part exactly like they were in the movie, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like every other chapter is something that wasn't in the movie. Uh, so like they'll do an indie scene and then it cuts to, um, Belloc, who is the, the bad guy mm-hmm. in that movie. Um, and there's like a scene of him being recruited. It wasn't in the movie. Then there's like a scene where he gets to meet Hitler. Belloc does. Oh. That wasn't in the movie. So I mean a lot of then, back. A lot of more stuff on the villain. Yeah. Um, which I always liked Belloc a lot anyway. I liked it for the novels and in the movie and everything. Fascinating character to me. And, um, so I'm enjoying that a good bit. Um, well, it's good that you finally decided to pick it up. Yeah, and it's, it's a fun read. And, of course, the indie parts are, you know, pretty much like in the movie, but still. But you get to um, see more of the lead-up to what causes. Yeah. And there, there is some stuff in the novelization that, that wasn't in the script, um, at least not the script they filmed. Um, because they mentioned early on, of course, in the movie we know that he and Marion had a relationship when she was younger. And right. Marion's father, Abner, did not approve. <clears throat> so in the... The novelization, it comes out and says that um, the affair occurred when Indy was 28 and Marion was 15. Mm-hmm. Whoa, yeah. whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, and that's why Abner did not approve. Yeah. And, of course, you know, they had this sexual relationship, and then, you know, it, of course, ended poorly, you know. But that's kind of and, crazy uh, considering, I mean, doesn't he have a child technically by Well, that's much in the later. Movie? Well, that's, yeah, but I'm just, did they hook back up later? Well, because they hook back up in Raiders of the Lost Heart. But how many years passed? Because, um, I, I mean, again, you, yeah. you watch and know the movie far better than I do. I've seen them, but... Yeah, I mean, it's it's like a handful of years later. It's at least five to ten years later. Okay, okay, because I was like, so yeah. she got knocked up at 15? No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in terms of their relationship, they had that affair when she was 15. Then they get back together years later in Raiders. Mm-hmm. At some point after that, they got engaged and were supposed to get married. And he left her standing at the altar... <laughs> and went off, and it turns out she was pregnant, mm-hmm. and he didn't know it, and that's mud, you know, from the fourth movie, right. Shia, Shia the Poof. 
Um, but anyway, so they mentioned the fact she was 15, he was 28. And in the book they're talking about, you know, he's thinking about how much he's changed and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, he really hasn't. Yeah. He's... Because they establish in the novelization. Um, in the movie, you see that all of his students have a crush on him. Mm-hmm. You know, and several girls are, you know, yeah, one yeah. of them has, I love you, written on her eyelids. And, and there's even the guy who leaves the, yes, the apple yeah. for him. All right, well, in the novelization, it reveals that he's banging one of his students named Susan. Oh. And, and, he, and he does, he's not in love with her or anything. In fact, yeah, he doesn't just, really listen to her when she's talking. It's just, they mention oh, that. it's just the sex. It's just the sex, okay. yeah. And, and so it's like, you know, uh, I don't think Andy's changed at all, actually. He's still banging that, underage yeah, girls. It's, well, obviously <laughs> it's that she has changed and maybe her view of him has changed oh, of as course, a result she's, of it. She's furious, of course, when they run back into Yeah, yeah, but... But so, um, yeah, I, I love the character it. of Marion. Um, I did not like how they really did her in the fourth movie much. That didn't really feel like Marion to me. Oh, okay. She wasn't. She, she wasn't was tough enough. I mean, you know, Marion. Marion's badass. Well, not, I <laughs> but not her badass, with, but, but she's without... a cynical, hard person. Um, you know, in the movie they gloss over it. I don't even think they have that line in there. But in both the comics adaptation and in the novelization, they mentioned that you know after Abner died and she was left alone up there and you know, in the the mountains and stuff, that she was, she had to work at that club okay. before she finally bought it, and she wasn't bartending. Oh, she had to, like, work it. Right. I Ooh. mean, she, well, how else is a, you know, a 20-year-old woman in the middle of nowhere going oh. to, you know, survive? I mean, and that can be said for all of, so much of society right. now. <laughs> and, of course, eventually she, she owns the club and names wow. it the Raven. Wow, so she you know, literally but. worked from the ground up for yeah. that one. I mean, so they kind of gloss over that. In the movie, I don't think she even says that line. But I know in the comics adaptation, uh, she says it. Now in the novelization, she says it. So, I mean, yeah. But. I guess maybe you can always, like, Google it to see if he, she did, in fact, say well, it. Well, it seems like I have it, I have it on DVD and yeah, DVR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went back and watched it. And I, I think when I went back and watched, she did not say that line. Um, I guess they didn't want to bring up, you know, the prostitution thing. Oh, yeah, that's true, especially since they weren't going to get into it or right, something. Yeah. It would be a bit misleading, yeah. but... But uh, anyway, um, so that's what I'm reading right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I was contemplating doing the whole two, reading two books at one time because mm-hmm. I've felt lately, since I've been immersed in nonfiction, because <laughs> nonfiction is not generally my yeah. cup of tea, that I would try and, you know, read another one, but... I'm, you know, you know how I am. It's just well, I don't, I don't generally read like two fictions at the same time or two nonfictions. Yeah, and um, I mean, you know, right now. But if I'm into fiction and nonfiction, I go back and forth. Maybe that would would work then, because yeah. there's, I mean, at this point, I have so many books that I've downloaded yeah. and put in, you know, my order of how I'm going to read it, and I mean, if I continue on with, you know, twelve books in a year, it would take like three or so years just to finish all the books that I downloaded. But in uh, some cases I read them. I don't ever a lot I don't faster. ever even think about being finished. Yeah, I, I yeah, can't at this finished. point. I'm, not, I'm never gonna read all the stuff I'm supposed to read. Not unless you you know, you're at home for some reason I, I, that, But I'm adding new books to it all the time. Well I'm just saying though, you'd forget to read it if you're like bedridden or something for like a long time. But then you would just read. Yes, but I mean, I'd still be adding new books to it. So new books oh, yeah, you coming do, out. Yeah, and, yeah, you do seek that out. And there's yeah. authors that you really like. You know, well, it's good when you have an author that's like dead, and then you know. No, I'm just saying <laughs> it's not going to grow. I have a whole list of my favorite authors. I hope will die. <laughs> um. Anyway, I. So what's guess going on can, in Latoya's people in a minute? Well, obviously, the biggest thing that's going on 
um, is the death of Whitney Houston. She yeah. passed away this past Friday. Yeah. Um, Which you, you didn't really believe me when I texted you. Yeah, no, was, I mean, and it was it was funny because... it wasn't on people yet, right, so it you had didn't know. Which I was like, the, <laughs> considering how long it took for people to push it out there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when you sent it to me, I was like, I immediately went to Wikipedia, actually, um, and while I was searching, it did show an end date of 2011, but they had not updated in the top section where the, you know, the person's picture is and mm -hmm. all that. I guess it had been buried somewhere else. So I, I at first didn't think it was there. And then of course I Googled it, you know, yeah. I was like Whitney Houston dead. And, <laughs> um, I got some, I think it was from like a New York publication or yeah. something had posted it. Um, so I was reading that, and then, of course, you text me again to say, oh, there, CNN has stuff going on. So I immediately go to CNN. And it's always interesting when they Is have to Larry do Keegan things. Is that Larry Keegan talking about that? See, I didn't see I that, that part. Yeah. But it's always interesting when they have to wing it. You know, when something major happens and they repeat, like, everything and yeah. show the same thing over and over. But I watched it for yeah. a good while. So what do you think about the rumors that uh, Bobby Brown was told by Whitney's family, don't come to the funeral? I hadn't heard that rumor, but yeah. I mean, why wouldn't he? Why would they? Because they, they blame him for her downfall. They said See, it before they hooked up that she wasn't no, like that. But and, I've read other stuff too, and and it's funny. My mom has always said no. Whitney was ghetto before she met Bobby. Yeah. It just you know it was just more publicized. Yeah. I know her family blames him. Yes, I mean obviously they want to blame yeah. somebody, but yeah, my um in stuff I've read, um, it said that she certainly had problems adjusting to the image that she portrayed you know that clive davis put out there like america's pop princess yeah when you know her roots was from new york new jersey i mean she was she was brought up in yeah when she first a, came out i mean she was she was i mean i thought of her as a very high class kind of person you know kind of yeah a, and i guess they um, certainly made her appear to be that way but yeah. she you know um so it more in the mold of like you know gladys knight and those kind of people who who had that image? I don't know if she was either, but but who were held up as a, classy, a good, classy yeah. person, you know? And I think that the intent people had said that it was intended so that you know she would be more accepted by the white right. audience and that kind of stuff, which I'm sure was probably what they were thinking too. Yeah. When I um, have no Whitney Houston on my, which is crazy. How do you not have any Whitney? I mean, she, you know, I, mean, they I liked, I liked, to her uh, as the what is voice. it? I want to dance with somebody. Yeah, I like that song. And, um, and you know, if I hear the the greatest love of all, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, she sounds she does really she well on it. A, she was amazing. I mean, but I, that's not the kind of music I, well, I yeah. listen to. But still, to not have any Whitney, I don't have any. kind of. Then again, I don't. I don't know have any I Bobby have, Brown either. Well, I I have one Bobby Brown. <laughs> I do. I, I do love um, my prerogative. Yeah. Although I've heard it covered by so many different people, and I think I like all of their versions better than his. But when it was out, I was actually like, you know, this is actually Bobby like, Brown song cool, I like. Yeah. You know. But. but no, she was referred to as the voice. Mm -hmm. um, she was, you know, the queen of pop, much like Michael Jackson was the king of pop. Um, you know, over the years, her voice suffered because of, you know, as much drugs as she was doing and all that kind of stuff. Um, she didn't take care of her voice, which is sad. You know, um, she had a phenomenal talent and had put out some really great stuff. Um, I don't recall. I mean, I'm sure she put out a lot of stuff. I don't. What, what, came, what did she put out after The Bodyguard? 
Um, she did Waiting I- to Exhale, and she does um, a, a couple songs on that one. Okay. But I mean, anything um, that was huge, or was it all really building up to that? And that, of course, was gigantic. And then, well, yeah, I mean, because in my head, and I don't know how accurate it is, it seems like she was in the Bodyguard, and, and then, then she sucked. was like high. <laughs> and I don't really remember. I remember her trying a couple of comebacks, right? And, and that really was well. kind of what it was. I mean, a lot of there's some of her stuff on the later albums because really she has a very small um, disc- discography. Um, but after the Bodyguard, which you know, I mean, that was the top, top, top. You couldn't get any higher than that. Um, she did a couple things. You know, she was on the soundtrack for Waiting to Exhale and The Preacher's Wife. And she released an out. Al- her last album was released in '09, and I think that was "I Look to You" or something. So throughout there, she had stuff that hit the charts and were relatively high, but not necessarily on the bill, like oh, the okay. main billboard. On the real charts. On- okay. Oh, jeez. Well, that's like Billboard me saying, has like a like million saying, charts. That's like me saying, "Oh, oh, well, you know, Robbie Williams actually just a few years ago had a top ten hit." Is like, yeah, which it hit chart? number eight on like the Hot Dance chart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. I don't like that there's so many. I mean, he's huge like, in, in the UK, but yeah. here, I, you know, and I, I mean, could you say really it was a top 10, and really it was. Only, yeah, <laughs> you really only pay attention to the, the main chart, yeah. it, you know. It's like I, I could say, oh, I'm a best-selling author. For the company that you're, yeah, you yeah. know. Well, but, you know, but then, then people assume I'm talking about the New York Times bestseller list, and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I would very much like to be. Yes. But... So, yeah, I mean, that, it, it's interesting how I feel about, you know, Michael Jackson's passing versus hers and the amount of coverage. I think that in, I don't know, it just feels different because, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they're showing, you know, um, introspectives and reflections on her. Well, and they've it, been showing a couple of, like, her, her you know, I guess, bodyguard and yeah. waiting to exhale. I mean, to me, Michael's a much bigger societal figure cultural figure than she was worldwide yes i think and certainly he had more yeah he had more impact yeah but i think that i don't think it's really fair to compare the two because to me he's like and and you know my feelings about michael i think you know everybody's kind of glossed over all the negatives (laughs) because he's dead now but to me it's like you know if it's on a scale of one to ten in terms of cultural impact he's like a nine or a ten he's up there whitney's like a six now, if she if she had had a pro, more prolonged success, to me, because again, and I'm no Whitney expert, I'm sure people will correct me, but to me, it's like you know she she was going up 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 up. She hit that huge peak in like 1994 or something. Uh huh. And Around, then yeah. there wasn't really all that much after that. The the next 20 years, not that much. Yeah, because she really wasn't doing too much. Yeah, Michael, if he were still alive and he put out a new album today, it would hit number one because he's Michael Jackson. And then everybody would rip it apart. But it would hit number one. If Whitney put an album today, it'd probably do about it like it did in 2009. And I couldn't tell you anything that was on it. Well, I mean, she is consistently ranked in the top of, you know, all sorts of charts. And I know yeah. for a good while she was... Um, and I'm not denigrating her career, but it was a yeah. brief career to me. To me Relatively. It, it, yeah. Especially, it's, it's like yeah, the, given the it's fact like the that Nirvana she only put out thing. like seven discs. Okay. Yeah. To me, Nirvana should not be number one on any rock list simply because they do not have the body of work. Okay. You could say their two, three albums were great, and they were really good. 
but no way in hell they should outrank people who put out music for 30, 40 like years Rolling and were Stones relevant and for like, a yeah, long exactly. time. Exactly, I agree because with you, that. you can't you can't predict. And to me, for her, it's like her career for me was like six, seven years. Well, for you, but I mean, she certainly was around. Right, but I mean, that's her. That's her. You know, I mean, that's like look. I, I love. I love. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> you love him so much, you don't remember. I love Neil Diamond. Okay. Yeah, Neil Diamond hasn't been relevant though. Yeah. And since like uh you know, he was in the jazz singer in like uh nineteen eighty one or something. I mean that album was huge. It had America on it and stuff like that. That was like, you know, that's thirty years ago. Well yeah, okay. So like in this to case To me, Whitney hasn't been relevant since nineteen ninety four. It says, you know, Whitney was the best selling album Whitney Houston, uh, mm-hmm. which was her second no, her first album because Whitney Houston was the first one, and I think Whitney was the second or reverse. Either way, um, I know. It's so what really, you can come up with album titles? It's horrible. I think Whitney was the first, and Whitney Houston was the second. Because I know on the first she was Afrocentric, and there was like the orange around it. And anyway, it was the best-selling album by a female artist in Canada <laughs> in the '80s, beating out the previous bestseller, um, Cindy Lauper. Um, Houston's debut became the first album by a female artist to earn the 10 times platinum mark diamond level for sales of a million units um, by the Canadian recording industry. Um, Houston's first release, Whitney Houston, is the best-selling album by a female and a right. new artist in the 90s. Okay, and does any, is any of this a record post-1994? Um... <laughs> It says that she she holds the record for the highest one-week single sales by a female artist with 632,000 copies sold of I Will Always Love You. Um, that song has been certified four times platinum. Because, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that thing, you could not, much like My Heart Will Go On, you just couldn't escape that song for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd seen some other stuff. I mean, there was something that certainly, you know, compared her to, or, yeah, comparison. There's always comparisons between her and Mariah Carey. And Mariah, yeah. you know, was influenced by by Whitney as well as a long list of other people. Um, and, and to me, they're, they're an interesting comparison. Because I don't think Mariah, obviously Mariah did not have that singular moment of as big a success. Because very few did people did as what she did. You could argue that there was a a similar moment. Really, as for that, because that to me Mm -hmm. that one song was as big. Well, I'm sure you don't remember, but you know when the she did the duet with Voice to Men, One Sweet Day, was on the charts for like several months as number one. Right, but but that was not that's not as big as that. It was then. I mean, um, again, it wasn't your cup of tea, but I mean, and it look, really I don't was. even like Mar- I don't even like Whitney's version of that song. Okay, really? But oh my god, that song was about as big as you can get in the pop world, and it okay. still is. But I would argue, possibly, that in the end, Mariah, I think, will have to me a more substantial career. Well, yeah, Mariah. It's still somewhat relevant. Because, yeah, I mean, just, uh, was it, two or three years ago, yeah. she was huge when, right. I mean, it just, yeah, she's And, and she even, even beyond relevant. the fact when he's dead now, I mean, the fact was that 
to me, Mariah's career was more, even with its tremendous ups and downs, <laughs> was still more consistent because it was more. The long, to me, longevity is important. Yeah, and I mean, in Whitney's cases, there were for a period a lot of um, very high points and very low. I mean, you know, of course, it says Houston's rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, which I love, um, which she performed at Super Bowl. What is that? Twenty five. In 91 is the only version to be certified platinum and it raised millions for the victims of 9-11 but you know I think that was yeah that was the it was weird how everyone wanted that that album like they never intended to release yeah. her but I mean I mean to this day I'm like when you hear it you just can't help but to feel really patriotic but it is still sad because uh, even her, you know, her brief time as far as producing relevant music, um, she was amazing. You know, her voice is, for me, unmatched. I mean, even though Mariah and her are very similar in that they have very big ranges, yeah. I think um, Whitney had a five octave range. And I don't, I think maybe Mariah has more, but I mean, the fact that they could do whatever um it's sad because whitney had a, a more earthy tone to it mariah is a bit different she's mm -hmm. you know she's a bit lighter to me yeah um but it was it was surprised but yet it wasn't it's kind of like the J michael jackson thing it's like well you know she was on drugs mm -hmm. obviously and there's been a lot of different reports about what it was you know what could have what may have happened but i know, I know they TMZ found her posted a pictures of her last meal the the leftovers uh turkey sandwich <laughs> they posted uh, that on TV. TMZ is so... Yeah, I know. But they, um... She was found in the bathtub. I, I don't... heard she was, she was face down, right? But I don't know if there was water in it, in the tub. That, uh, as far as what they were saying, I I mean, I would assume so. Yeah. But, um, you know, did she drown? Was it... Yeah. You know, it, it just seemed very odd. So I'm, I'm curious when they finally put out there what happened... I mean, I'm sure it had to do with something with drugs. If she was in the bathtub and drowned, it would have to be drug-related. Yeah. Um, but it is sad, you know? You know, people with so much talent and, um, and various things they've been talking about on TV, you know, they're like, it's sad and certainly unfortunate for these big stars, the fact that people just don't tell them no. You know, they feel like they're some sort of super whatever, and they, they yeah. go to excesses, they... You know. well, and part of the problem is is that a, a lot of the people that hang around are people on the payroll. Yeah. So, and they, I mean, you, you don't know, want to piss off the person who... Yeah, they let you do whatever... success is allowing you to... Exactly. ...to live, yeah. Which, you know, I mean, again, that is sad. They, you know, I... I, I don't know. It just... It's disappointing because so many people were waiting for Whitney to come back and do something big because yeah. we felt, you know, it was still in her. But, you know, obviously now that's not going to happen. She had just wrapped the movie, the remake of Sparkle, um, which is set to come out in August. They said that they still intend to release it in August. Um, I don't know. It, it was sad. I mean, it was shocking. Very sad. Um, you know, the, the stuff that they said about her daughter... And, I mean, her daughter broke down and had to be taken to the hospital twice. Yeah. Um, which is completely understandable. Things I've read about the relationship that they had, because they're extremely close, but they said that Bobby Christina, or Bobby Chris, is which they call her, um, 
played more of the adult role <laughs> mm-hmm. um, than Whitney did in in their relationship, which you know I could totally get, especially someone who's on drugs or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 sad, very very sad. Um, my next thing is simply um, me noting that this is the last season of House, which I'm totally disappointed. Yeah, um, I, I did read more information about it once you told me, because yeah. you told me. It, it's hilarious that a lot of stuff that I apparently am really interested in, you still tell me <laughs> before. Uh, but a, part, a lot of this, because I'm actually on genre websites, uh, which you don't hang out no, on, despite the fact you're into these things. Yeah. Um, because I think you, you think you're above that kind of thing. Or yeah, that's exactly I don't need to be hanging out on Star Trek sites, because I don't like Star Trek. I just watch everything that's Star Trek. Anyway, um, (laughs) so I did read some information about that, and it was a decision that, you know, um, Hugh Laurie is an executive producer of the show as well, and they were saying it just, it felt like it was time Mm -hmm. um, for them, because it certainly wasn't anything to do with the ratings or anything, because they're still, you know, pretty strong, but they said, you know, where else do you really go with the character, because there's so many things that have happened with him over the seasons, Mm -hmm. So I'm curious if they will do a true ending of the show yeah. and not some stupid cliffhanger ending. Um, but it is sad. I mean, it it is truly my favorite show on TV. I mean, and I suppose you could say it's my favorite drama because I love right. Big Bang Theory. That's my favorite comedy. Um, but um, this is its eighth year, eighth season. And, you know, I, I like... For things to stay the same, you know, I don't necessarily go seeking out new things to watch. So when I find something I really like, I'm going to stick with it. Um, but yeah, I'm disappointed to, to see that it's going off the air. Because I really like Hugh Laurie. And I yeah. know that apparently, you know, he's got a huge British following because he does other stuff over there. Right. Um, but in America, we just know him um, for House. Uh, Walking Dead returned this past Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was and good. I guess the last thing would be the one thing that you don't want to talk about, um, which is always the people, human interest stories. They mentioned that um, cops block Josh Powell from being buried next to his boys. They uh, they cop blocked him. Yes, they cop blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you brought that up? Just so I would make the cop block? Yeah, no, but no, I really didn't for that purpose. Nor- normally, you know, I'd be upset if anybody getting cop blocked because it's just not nice. Yeah. But in this case, I think a cop block was well deserved. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, you yeah, know, he was a real, he was a real D-I-C-K. And, oh, so uh, you spell that out, but yeah. you say other stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't I, you know, the whole thing I don't want to talk about because we've talked about it before and it was awful. But, uh, well, so someone, I guess it was the, the, the sheriff or whatever, had bought the two plots beside the boys, because apparently the boys are being buried in one plot. Um, so, yeah, they bought the two so that he couldn't. And, you know, people are saying, well, you know, um, that's the right thing to well, do. You know, you know the, the, um, they found out that the rental house was just a, a show. A, you know, it was a yeah. sham. Because he was living with his dad and yeah. would just go there the to... The whole thing's awful. Um I don't understand why he had any visitation at all. Um, it's, why I mean, it's they always were letting him do it. 
someplace that wasn't public or someplace that wasn't at the grandparents' house or something. The whole thing is... It's always interesting to me, especially when it's these very high-profile cases that they don't maybe pay more attention to them. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, arguably everyone's case is just as important. But when you know that there's, or, you know, have reason well, to believe, believe something is seriously wrong, watch him. You know, when a person is a legitimate person of interest in a uh, possible murder, I'm not sure they need to have, you know, be visiting the kids without all kinds of folks. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I mean, it's still a very yeah. sad situation, but I did want to mention that. And oh, I I think I don't know if it was by you or somewhere I've stumbled across an article about um, Adele basically saying yeah, she's done. You know, like. Yeah, she's supposed to to take time off to five years or something. Because she said, yeah, she well, she doesn't want to do anything that doesn't top Twenty One, which was the album that she you know won all yeah. the stuff for. Um, and yeah, she's at a place where she's like, I'm good, you know. Which is you know, I commend her on that. Of course, this, the downside is that you don't you know that you're probably not going to get any more Adele for a while. But you well, know, you like can go that's back and listen to albums do. one through twenty or. No, there's not. There's, there's only two. There's nineteen and twenty one. Oh, it's um, like it's like Star Wars. Then it's later on she'll go back and fill in the prequels. That that's it. And I don't know why she numbered it that way. I don't know if it's that she recorded them at those ages because she's like twenty three. Um, oh, right now, old. yeah, she looks older, but yeah, no, she is thirty. Nope, not at all. Yeah. She is in her twenties. Okay. Um, and she really did, in her case, it was like an overnight sensation type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she I said like she graduated high though. school, and three days later, she had a recording contract. And then, of course, during that time, she worked on her first album, which was massive, um, 19, and then followed it up with something even bigger. So it's like she's gotten all this money, all this fame. In that short span of time, it's like, yeah, I'm taking a break. Because even when her, when her vocal cords had gotten, when she it had hemorrhaged and she had to do the surgery, she was like, I'm, I'm going to take the time I need to heal. Which is yeah. very different from people like Whitney Houston who, you know, I guess either she was forced or felt she needed to go right back out there. But Adele was like, I'm going to take care of me. And I just, you know, I like that she's very ballsy, um, the way she talks and stuff. and. Yeah. And she's she seems to just have it together. I know our friend uh, Christopher mm-hmm. uh, really really likes her. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Evans. Uh, he she's my she her. is my favorite actual female artist. I mean, you know, I would say Whitney, but again, the relevance thing. She, you know, her old stuff great, but had well, done. Well, for instance, if Adele like, never releases another album, to me. She she has a place in history for yes. the incredible success she had with these two albums. Absolutely. But to me, you know, if she if she passed away twenty five years from now, anybody who's talking about how oh, she's, you know, the greatest singer ever was like, you know, it's two albums. They're two but amazing I mean, albums. They're just two. But then I mean, you know, I guess yeah, there are some real true like superstars that transcend time. You know, like I mean, especially in the different genres. Uh, Frank Sinatra, you know, it's like you have to know who Sinatra right. is. And he had, or the he had Rat incredibly Pack. long, long. And he put out a crap load of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even Michael, obviously. I mean, you know, in looking back in, in terms of history, you know, 30, 40 years from now, Michael People will still be, yeah, of, of some relevance. Although, um, you know, it's disturbing to me how many people now, teenagers, they have no conception about the Beatles. No, I don't I, care. 
That is, yeah. I, so I, I think that, you know, I think that history is becoming less important to some folks. History becomes shorter and shorter all the time. Yes, it does. And uh, so maybe, you know, 30 years from now, Michael's not going to be that big a deal to to people yeah, I can't who are imagine then. that you know that a person would not know the Beatles. You know, it's like yeah. no, they influence so much of how music e- is today. Even, <laughs> even a lot of kids who know who the Beatles are don't know name anything. Them. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, you have to be able to name them. Yeah, there's only four of them. <laughs> you know, but um. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious about you know how various artists will stand up as far as in history. Because, I mean, you know, even people like Puff Daddy or Jay-Z or something. Is he you Puff know, again? Or P. Diddy, sorry. I, I don't know. I, no, he is P. Diddy. Probably just Diddy. I yeah, it's P. Diddy. Uh, P. Diddy. Um, you know, people like that. I mean, arguably Jay-Z is massive because he, um, you know, as far as how much he makes and that kind of stuff, huge. But... Yeah, you know, I'm like, are you going to ever, is, is he sure, someone I'm, that you're going to remember? I'm sure if remember? you tell me Jay-Z songs, I would know them, but I don't know a damn no, thing about Jay-Z. Uh, yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I think, know who he, he's, he's, he's married to Beyonce, Beyonce, right? Yeah. Okay. But, and even with Beyonce, I mean, she's yeah. set all sorts of records too, yeah. but it's like, you know, 50 years from now, is, is she still going to, is that going to stand up? Yeah. You know, but, anywho, mm. you know, you didn't bring like an, um, I didn't see a, oh, it's on your iPad. Yeah. You're a comic. Yeah, uh, Barry's Comics Corner. Uh, Latoya left me, I think, uh, four minutes to talk. Um, wow, I did a lot of talking today. <laughs> yeah, it today was so that uh, I couldn't, you know, I talked a lot because I can't breathe through my nose. And so I felt, you know, this way I'm actually doing something. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, today we're talking about Nightwing, number six. Uh, it's one of the books I'm reading digitally, so I, in my head, sometimes I don't really consider it reading it. You know, when people <laughs> say, oh, what series are you are you following? Um I'll list a bunch of things, and then I go, oh, yeah, well, there's a couple things I'm reading digitally, too, but it's less substantial to me. Oh, I never, which I never touched reminds me, the last time Joel was down here, we were arguing about, I think he, I, he was like, oh, I'm still reading the Steve Jobs book. I said, well, are you reading it, or are you doing it for, uh, via audiobook? He's like, "Yeah." well, I said I'm reading it, so, but I'm like, I see it as the same thing. It's just the delivery yeah. is different. I mean, I, I prefer way, yeah. to do the, the text. Yeah. But I'm like, in, in essence, you're. It's the same end, you know. Yeah. I mean, you would have. I've tried to book. listen to audiobooks, and it just feels. I, I don't feel like I read them. Well, I mean, I guess technically you're not. I know, reading but I mean, them, it just it doesn't yeah. feel. If, to me, in terms of substantiality, um, it's most substantial to me if I held it. Yeah. The actual book, and then lo- below that is like digitally. It's just like I did read it, but in my in my heart, I feel like I, you know, I I looked at it digitally. Yeah. <laughs> and then below that is like audio. Because it's like you know people who basically just use audiobook is yeah. audiobooks is their you know. And I listen to source. podcasts all the time. But that's different. I mean, that's, that's different to me. That's like listening to a conversation. Yeah, but I'm just saying though. So if someone just does audiobooks, are they not a reader? No, I mean, I, I mean, you know, it just. I mean, I guess they are. Yeah, it's just their choice. I, I would only do that, you know, if I'm strict blind, I guess I'll learn <laughs> yeah. to enjoy that. Because um, I'm sure I'm still going to want to be some kind of reader. But, um, yeah. So today we're talking about Nightwing, number six, which is one of my digital series. I've actually really cut down on digital. For a while I was getting a bunch of digital, yeah. and now I'm kind of going back to print. But um, <laughs> Nightwing is still uh, digital. I think I'm going to continue a few things digitally because I hate to just, like, start... 
with the print. Yeah. Um, but I am doing that with like uh, Frankenstein, which is one of my favorite books. Uh, uh, I've read the first six issues uh, in in digital form, and then I'm going to start with number seven on in print. Oh. And uh, but I'm going to get the trade. Yeah, I was about six. to say. So yeah. I feel like I still yeah, have them. All. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I mean, there are some books that because even with the Steve Jobs book, I'm like, oh, even though I've read it and I have access to it forever, kind of thing, or yeah. you know. I'm like, I still actually want to physically own that book. It's, yeah. it's weird. I only feel that way about certain books. I don't, you know, it's kind of like with my whole CD thing. If it's there, if it's one of my favorite artists, then I still want the physical CD. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one is uh, written by Kyle Higgins. Uh, the pencils are by Cody Barrows, or sorry, Eddie Barrows, and Geraldo Borges. I'm not sure exactly when they swap back and forth on the book because it looks this issue looks like Eddie Barrow, Barrows who, but apparently the other guy does some of it. Anyway, um, this is part six of a storyline, and uh, I've enjoyed uh, Nightwing. Um, for those who don't know, Nightwing is uh, Dick Grayson, uh, who was the original Robin, mm -hmm. and he's grown up now, so he's his own hero. He's Nightwing, uh, and he's fresh off a stint as Batman. Uh, for the past couple of years in the Batman books, Bruce Wayne was supposedly dead. Uh, he was actually thrown through time. But um, during that time, uh, Dick has been running around as Batman. I really enjoyed his time as Batman. It's good stuff. The artwork is good on this one compared to the one you... you yeah. Eddie Barrows right? is a very underrated artist. You don't hear much about him in terms of being a superstar, but his stuff is really good. Yeah. Um, the storyline has been good. I think... Um, I think that... Honestly, it's one of those books, though, where I think if I liked the artwork less, I would probably like the story less. Yeah. Because when I stop and think about the story and the incredible coincidences that occur over the course of the storyline, um, you know, they kind of bother me. And then I look at the pictures and I'm like, well, I really like it. Yeah, you know, I think, the, the I whole think it's so really good. interesting how that plays into the whole experience. That yeah. it's not just the story, the, the content of the right. story, but the visual feel. So I, I would give Eddie Barrows tremendous credit for this. Yeah, um, it is beautiful. The storyline has basically, you know, um, Dick Grayson, when he was little, uh, he and his parents were the Flying Graysons. Mm -hmm. yeah, they worked I at a circus, that, yeah. and then his parents were killed, and he was adopted by uh, Bruce Wayne. See, I, I like the base stories of the um, of how the, the origin stories. Right. I don't follow it after because it's always split into a right. million different things. Well, in the first <laughs> issue of this, Haley's Circus, which was the circus, comes back to Gotham. So Dick goes to visit some of his old friends who start still work at the oh, circus. Oh, show. Um, and Mr. Haley mm -hmm. is is dying, and a matter of fact, he gets murdered um, early in in the the storyline. Oh, okay. And in his will, he leaves the circus to Dick. So now Dick owns the circus, um, and so he's traveling with them, trying to find out what happened to Mr. Haley and what's going on. There's a mystery surrounding all this stuff, and. That he he has a relationship. He strikes up again with uh, I think her name is Raina, um, who's this beautiful redhead. Because Dick has a thing with redheads. Um, <laughs> who's at the circus? They were friends when they were kids, and it turns out she's actually working with the bad guy. But Dick hasn't figured that out yet. Um, too many words for you. There. Well, no, no. The it, but, uh, I love the artwork, but it just feels it feels like too many text bubbles <laughs> on this page. They're talking. Yeah, but. Um, you know, I like the, the relationship he's got going with Raina. I, I wonder how it's going to work out once he finds out that she's been working with the bad guys. But um, 
this this issue does continue something that I find a little bit annoying about Kyle Higgins' uh, writing, though. Um, the big villain of this storyline is a guy named S-A-I-K-O. Um, Psycho. No, Psycho. <laughs> That's how you pronounce that. You pronounce the name Psycho, which is kind of an overly cute name. Well, in this issue, he fights some guy with, like, um, vibratory powers whose um, name is S-H-O-X. Shocks. And they even mention, yeah, it's pronounced like shocks, only spelled with an X. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, see, I don't need those cutesy names. <laughs> it's like, yeah, one is okay, but don't continue one, it. One is pushing it to me. <laughs> but all right, but two in the same issue, even, yeah. the psycho shows up. Um, it's a little too much. The other thing that kind of bugs me is that Haley Circus has been traveling around. They're coming back to Gotham in this issue for a, a, a thing. But um, they've been traveling around everywhere they go. Nightwing shows up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you'd think, yeah, you'd think people would start noticing. Hey, that's kind of strange. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been with the circus for years. Nightwing never hung around before. Now Dick's back. Everywhere and, we yeah. go, Nightwing's fighting crime. You know, though so that's you know, you know, that's always the thing in. Comics, I know. So. I know. <laughs> Not to mention the fact, of course, anybody who would know Dick would recognize him, despite the fact he's wearing a domino mask. Just like the whole Superman thing yeah. and the glasses. But um, you know, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's it's fun. It's certainly not. It's not Watchmen. Okay. It's, but for a superhero comic, it's been enjoyable. Um, I've gotten uh, Joel of uh, Pro Video Consulting reading it now, and uh, I think if you're a fan of Dick Grayson, um, it's a, it's a good series. I've read a lot of Dick Grayson stories over the years. Um, you can rate that one for me. It's a four. Um. And the art is really nice. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to keep reading it for now. I mean, if the team, team were to change at some point, then you, you know, I don't know. Think about it, yeah. I mean, I, back when Nightwing had his own book um, pre-Flashpoint, I mean, it lasted like 150-something issues, and I think I, I own about 100 of them. But there were periods where I would drop it. Um, but I do like the, the art. It's like, it's understated but it's still really it's like a, a midway point between glossy people and a little bit of the grunge type of thing i don't know, I don't know how to explain it but i do like it well it's, it's you know it's in that area of art that i like i like um it's kind of flashy um sort of realistic but sort of on the 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 um shiny plastic looking yeah, side like, of things I, in too. this case it's kind of like the shiny with a little grit. It, yeah. it feels to be, yeah. So yeah. it's not the overly polished, you know, everything is sparkling. Yeah. and Which I'm fine with. I like that too. I, I'd prefer overly shiny, sparkling. Than to, the really gritty. To the really gritty stuff. <laughs> I mean, there's some exceptions. I'm a big fan of like of Gene Colan who used to, to do stuff, very atmospheric. But um, in general, I like the, the more cleaner stuff. The Alan Davis, George Perez, uh, Eddie Barrows kind of stuff. But uh, anyways, it's pretty good. I give this issue a four out of five. Um, the issue itself it. too, or the um, yeah, the issue itself. And then as far as art. Oh well, the art I would give um, I would give the art maybe a four and a half. Oh. It's really good. Yeah. Um, in the story, I'd give like a three and a half. Yeah. Um, I'm not really reading anything else that Kyle Higgins is writing right now. Um, I know he's writing a couple other things, but um, this anyway is pretty good. If you like Batman. It's kind of like Batman, obviously. Uh, yeah. Obviously. Bat family. Um, <laughs> Alfred shows up in the current issue. Batgirl guest starred a couple of issues ago. Um, so, uh, one thing I do hope is they, they give uh, 
Dick a, a good rogues gallery of his own. Um, over the years, a number of his villains have been killed off. Um, so hopefully he'll have his own rogues gallery. I would prefer to see him not in Gotham. I understand why they have him coming back to Gotham. Um, back in the old days, he was in a city called uh, Bloodhaven, which I hated the name. Why? Really? Bloodhaven? Yeah, Bloodhaven, yeah. But but I liked him being in his own town. Because yeah. I think it enhances him, him standing aside from, from Batman. Batman. Yeah. Um, and in the new continuity, since apparently, apparently he was never leader of the Titans, um, I think... You know, it's even more important to establish it on his own. Um, even if it's like in a neighboring city, maybe you know, one town over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just so he's you know close enough to be involved in Batman crossovers, but separate enough to be on his own. But anyway, it's good stuff. Highly recommended. That's Barry's Comics Corner. Yay! Yeah. Okay. Anything else to wrap up? Or um, I'm writing a new novel. Again, did so when you told me the other day. Oh, I'm gonna like take a break for like a day or two. I did. I didn't. I didn't write for like a day or two. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'd written three stories for Adventures of Lazarus Gray Volume Three, mm -hmm. and uh, I wasn't real happy with the third one where it left off because it is. I, I killed off a character at the end of it, and I was like, Oh God, I'm gonna have to deal with that in the next story, and I couldn't not deal with it. <laughs> um, and then I came up with another idea that was really good, but I couldn't do that following that story because I have to deal with that that damn thing following right. the story. So I'm doing the novel instead, um, the new idea. And I've taken that third story and I don't think I'll ever, it'll ever see print because I've taken parts of it and <laughs> using it in the novel and all that kind of stuff. And so I still have those other two stories I wrote. Uh, I assume they'll be set after this. I don't know. I might, might cannibalize those two, but I, I'm working on the novel and that's the important thing I'm working on right now. Um, or you could, you know, it could be like special bonus type things to get the... Yeah, I mean, there's no reason I can't do it like I did The Rook Volume 6, which has a novel-length story, and it has two shorts after it. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's what I'm working on. Uh, the working title is uh, The Devil's Heart, but I might change that. The devil has no heart. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the basic uh, thing starts off with, uh, actually, before he's Lazarus Gray, mm -hmm. uh, when he was back when he was Richard Winthrop. And... Uh, He's actually uh, out in Peru in 1930, and they find this thing called the Temple of Pain, um, which was used to be uh, a bunch of cultists used to use it for their like demonic orgies and so forth. Okay. And according to legend, sometimes the devil himself would come down and join them. Well, one night, the, as the legend goes, yes, yeah. um, one of the the guys, one of the revelers, got a little uh, hyped up on the drugs and the, the alcohol, and used a uh, ceremonial dagger and, and attacked the devil, and killed him, and cut out his heart. And the heart supposedly became this um, this object that they worshipped, mm -hmm. and they kept it in the temple. Eventually, the cultists all died, but the heart was still there. And um, you know, of course, they left behind traps to protect it and so forth. You know, so he has to he has to get through the traps. So he gets the heart, and this is in 1930, back when he was still working with the Illuminati. And so he gives it to them. Well, six years later, when he's our our good guy now, um, he wants to get rid well, of the some, evil. Some, no, something comes up uh, with the heart, and in fact. Uh, there's references to the body. It turns out that, you know, somebody out there has the devil's body as well. And so there's a race on to get that. So what's like the, what is the appearance of the heart? I assume you go into detail as um, to how it looks. Does it still beat? Well, yeah, um, actually it, it, it looks kind of like a heart-shaped rock. Um, but it's warm to the touch. And yeah, when you look at it, the light kind of catches and reflects off of it, and it, it gives it the appearance that it's still beating. 
Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. But um, I, I haven't, you know, nobody's seen the body yet, if that's something, you know. But um, so that that's that's what the story's about, and the, of course the pursuit of these things. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it, it, cool. play, it builds off of uh, uh, the guy he gave the heart to, who was would become his arch enemy in the first couple of books, uh, Walter Lunt. Um, Lunt died in Die Glocke, which hasn't been published yet, so that's a spoiler. Um, <laughs> in the third book, um, Lunt is not physically in it, except in flashback, but I'm having fun because in a way, you know, he's, his presence is it's felt still, throughout yeah. it because they're, they're having to go through his stuff, they're having to go to his old hideouts and that kind of stuff. So I like the fact that, uh, uh, you know, despite the fact I killed off this character, he's still such a major part of it, even though he's not in it. That's cool. I'm still, you know, obviously wanting to do my um, the your, pulp your art, pulp thing, yeah. yeah, that I'm starting or had started on, but I'm almost tempted to be like, can you just, can we work out the plot together and then I write it? Because it's like I still mm-hmm. feel like I don't know where to go with it yeah. as much as you explain pulp to me and all that stuff. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just bad. And then I was like, oh, maybe Barry will let me like. Have one of his pieces of artwork that he didn't use to maybe yeah, use that as laying around, you know, to use that as inspiration too or something. Because yeah. you know, it just—I don't know—it's one of those things where I feel like I, I'm, I'm not able to go at it on my own, <laughs> not yet anyway, That's since true. I'm still trying to understand the genre. So, because yeah. I mean, I, you know, granted, I've seen like um, Indiana Jones and all that stuff. It's like I want to. You know, what is something I've seen or even read that might be along the same vein? Um, but I don't know if there really is anything. Because, you know, I read yeah, a lot most of like, chick is, stuff. Yeah, I was going to say. Chick movies. Yeah, I do need, watch you need some read, action You need to read stuff. something with some testosterone. Some, some mm. sweat. <laughs> some uh, brawny prose. Is what uh, okay. <laughs> well, hopefully next week or the next time we return... Um, but I mean, you know, I mean, people we, people would eat you up though. They'd love it, you know, a, a, you know, a female pulp writer. Yeah, and that's, you had yeah. like a female pulp character too. Yeah, people badass. Yeah. yeah, she would be totally make it some like some black exploitation thing. That, that people would love that. Oh my gosh, that would oh, be great. Yeah. Like Foxy Cleopatra, that kind of stuff. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> or I like I can have a character named Allie Fox because it's so. There cool. you go. That that could that could be her white. Sidekick, yes, yeah, because she's badass and he's like, you know, just kind of hanging around. He could like squeal and scream and stuff. But Allie right? could be a girl, the name Allie. That's true, but I think you should base it on Kate Allie. And Allie? Huh? Yeah. I think you should base it on our, our, our Allie Fox. Yeah. Although, I don't know if you even know if he still listens to this. Right? I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so I am wanting to work more on that. We'll see where that goes. Um, I still have to finish up my next article for the paper. Um, that's supposed to run next week. I'd started on it, my fat in America. We're the mm. fat in America. Um, I'm still enjoying that. I'm glad it's, you know, I'm glad I don't have to write for it every week because yeah. I still feel like there's, um, you know, I don't do much in the way of socialization. And so things that maybe would be really good fodder for um, an article, I don't necessarily pick up by being in conversations with people. Um, so a lot of times it, you know, it's something I'm dealing with or something I see on the news yeah. or, you know, but yeah, that's still going well, I guess. <laughs> well, you could do something about eBooks, eBooks versus print and that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, I thought about that, but I'm also trying to stay away from doing too much um, literary type stuff, you know, because, you know, it's like, oh, well, you work in a library, you're just using that as a, yeah. you know, but, but yeah, I mean, I still like to integrate it into it, so, because I know just like with this past September, I'll probably do, you know, book-related stuff in that month, mm-hmm. so, um, but yeah. Well, we're hour and 15 minutes in. Yay! We did good. Yeah. What's going on next week? Are we actually going to record the show? You know, sometimes I never know. So, I mean, we'll be here, right? As far as I know. I won't Obviously. be here on Wednesday. Yeah. I'll be a dad. Oh, yeah. Well, you won't be here Tuesday either. You're taking Yeah, that's off. right. I'm off that day. Yeah, see? Yeah. Julian uh, is off from school that day, and Carrie has to go to a meeting. So, I have to keep him at it. So, yeah. I mean, I'll see you next week. Well, I'll see you on Monday for training, and then you'll mm-hmm. come back on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, Gad is in Henry County. I'll Which, yeah. I have to GPS it out. It's, I've it's, been there before, but you know, I don't remember where it is. The, the magic voice just tells me how to get there. It's up in the Rockdale area. There's like Walton and Rockdale and all yeah. that in that area. So hmm. that'll be cool. I guess. What it, you guys are talking about options. And, yeah. uh, which is nice that, you know, Baker and Taylor never got to really show you their... <laughs> Well, they emailed me and apologized and said, uh, oh, you know, let us know when it'll be another good time for you. And I just didn't respond because it's like, you're going to be at the GAD meeting anyway. Well, again, the fact that it's like the day of their stuff would work. work. It's like, oh, okay, sorry, we can't do it. Yeah. It's like, um, okay. So hopefully there's some good news to come out of that. Maybe. Okay. Well, we should log off. This is uh, Barry saying bye. This is Latoya saying bye. Yeah. Bye. And uh, remember, uh, Providia Consulting for all your consulting needs. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. All right, I think we're off the air. God, I hate this show. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> but we love the library. Do we? Well. Speaking of which, before before I actually turn it off. Um, <laughs> you know, I the funding uh, discussion has been ongoing with the. Uh, the, the small things. I haven't forwarded you anymore. Okay, I was about to say, what funding discussion? Yeah, I'd send out an email. I was actually Super. being, I was actually fulfilling my duties as a representative for a small rural. Yes, yes, know, that libraries. got some conversation going. Well, it's, it's been continuing. Oh, I just haven't forwarded to you. Um, you know, Gilda responded to my thing and um, then somebody else replied. And basically, most of them that are responding are all saying, oh, you know, it's not a good time to do this. We shouldn't do it now. Like, it's never it's a good time. It's never a good time. No, no, I didn't say that, though. I, I just you replied. Should. I just replied and said, "Oh, thanks for all your opinions. I hope you showed up at our plaque and speak, you know, as eloquently." Blah blah blah. And uh, and somebody else said, "Uh, you know, basically you should you should deal with what you got and all this kind of stuff." Oh, and and they're saying, "Oh, you know, I'd love to think of the whole state, but you know, I'm an employee of such and such county, and I have to look out for our stuff and all." And um, and I mean, and I started to, reply. to resolve the issue if that's everyone's mentality. Yeah. It's never going to work. I started to reply, but I didn't. <laughs> I started to reply and say, I know that we're directors of small library systems, but I don't think that means we should have to think small. That's good. I but, don't know um, why you don't respond to it. Because there's no point. There's no point. I mean, you know, maybe you can dissuade and, and, someone and, and in the way that they're thinking about, you know, oh, don't change it, or, you know, yeah. it's like, no, something has to Ultimately, happen. Ultimately, I, I think that's why, you know, I, don't, I just don't know how much longer I can do the director thing. Oh, I'm, director, t- I'm tired. I was about to say, I know you hate the committees, and then you get back on them. And... Right. I'm I'm tired of fighting 
the same battle. Well, yeah, and, and I'll never be honest with you, I'm tired of fighting for one library system. It should be for the whole. Yeah. Which sounds like, you know, I'm, I, I'm thinking I should be at GPLS, although I'm not sure I would enjoy like that either because it's just the same damn thing over yeah. and over. I mean, it's almost like they're, they're their <laughs> own library system, too. I mean, yeah. But, um,. So obviously this is in reference to the fact that we're going to be getting cuts and they're yeah. looking at the formulas as to how we receive state funding yeah. um, because it's working but it's not. And <laughs> Well, the formula we have now is not funded, but it seems to be working fine for the people Even who though say they're they don't not need to using it. the formula yeah, they don't that have to use that formula. actually, yeah. But. That's your libraries at work. Yeah, but um, it's just annoying. It is. I mean, it, it's unfortunately the same old, same old. I really, I really wish I was independent, wealthy, and then I would just tell people suck it. I would do the same thing, <laughs> or I'd just stay away from them because you know how I feel in general about people. I know. So. I wouldn't be able to. I'd, I'd have to tell people to suck it, and then, then just laugh at their in, their inability to do anything about it. Which you know, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to me. Um, I told someone recently. Um, you know, I said, yeah, and I just really don't like people. Yeah. And he just laughed, and I'm like, "No, I'm being serious. I, I like really some don't like people. Generally speaking, I don't. I mean, yeah. the more I get to know someone, I'm like, God, you're an idiot, you know. Or yeah. I mean, I like some people. It's just, yeah. I can do without them. A lot of people. A lot of people, you know, I actually like them okay until they get on a particular topic, and then it's like, you know, screw you, <laughs> you know. But yeah, if I were if I were really rich, I probably would not quit my job. I told you before, I would come in every day. Yeah. And I would do my job. And then, you know, if somebody disagreed with me, I'd be like, tough for you. Okay? Because it's my yep. name. This used to be the Mary Vincent Memorial Library, but now it's the Barry Reese Library. So, no, we're doing what I said. <laughs> you know? There'd be some be changes. Cool. Oh, that would be so cool. Well, it's funny because we always, I would love that. You know, it's like you think about, oh, if only we were rich, and it's like neither one of us play the lottery. Yeah, I know. I know. So, you know. But Man, I'd be here every day. I wouldn't. Oh, no, I'd be here because I'd, I'd, I'd enjoy the hell out of being king. Because, yeah, I mean, that really would be what you, <laughs> you would be. Um, it's like, I'm funding it, I'm doing it, so it's I'd, my I'd, I'd be going to, like, meetings in the city and county, and when they were talking sometimes, I'd just go, please. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to go ahead and dip. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm just going to put my earphones on. <laughs> All right. Well, then you wouldn't even need to go with them because it's like, you know, I'm funding the library. I don't need y'all's crap. But the, but the, no, I'd want to go. That's the point. It, it's the rubbing their <laughs> noses in it. <laughs> that would give my life meaning. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I can so see that. I know that, like, if I was ever, like, really wealthy... I would still have to work at so you know I'm like yeah, you'd have yeah, to I suffer, can't yeah. yeah I can't yeah. be one of those it's like I'm just going to take trips all the time yeah. and you know I probably would take trips all the time but I would still yeah. have to come back to something yeah. you know so which yesterday I realized that they you know for like a week or two my thing outside that had you know advertising my business yeah well, was some people full. have been tearing and, stuff off yeah huh? no I haven't gotten any calls um yeah. or emails which I need to check because the number is a Google Voice number, and I did put uh, money on the account. It's supposed to um, forward to my cell phone, but, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. Which reminds me of the book, which I completely agree with. I mean, Steve Jobs was just, the way he thinks makes so much sense. And he even told, like, people like Obama, um, President Obama and stuff, you know, he's like, you really need to stop trying to please everybody. 
You know, sometimes you're going to have to do things that people just don't like yeah. for the betterment of everyone. Get it done, you know. Um, oh, heck, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, with Google. Yeah, he mentioned, you know, before when he left um, Apple the first time, during the period after that, they had... Um, gone into trying to diversify Apple and go into different things. They had a million different projects going on and all that stuff. When he came back, he was like, no, we're going to do like four things and just concentrate on doing that very well, which I've always been a fan of. You know, I like to just master, you know, a core number of things. And then, you know, you do that well and there's no issue. And he felt that way about Google. Yeah. They're like, He's like, Google just puts out, there's so many different things that's Google, you know, Google Voice, Google Earth, Google. Right. And he's like, you know, pick your core products that you're going to do and do them exceptionally well. So, you know, I was like, yeah, I completely agree with that. Makes yeah. so much sense because, you know, you know, with Apple, they're very closed. And so there was the argument about closed versus open systems and stuff like that. And, you know, valid ar arguments can be made on both sides. But right. he mentions how with Android... Um, you know, obviously that's um, open source through, you know, Google or whatever, um, and they license it. There are so many flavors of, of um, Android because it's something that you can, you know, add pieces onto. And yeah. yeah, and they're not all, um, they don't all work together. <laughs> so he's like, he doesn't, he never wanted to do anything segmented. He's like, everything should be under your control. Right. And that way, because he said he wanted to ultimately take responsibility for when something is broken or not working, he knows that it's something, you know, obviously internally he's going to deal with. Not like, oh, let me find this, the manufacturer to blah, 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 right. blah. So. Which, I mean, to me, there's good and bad things about, uh, about that. I mean, I, yeah. sometimes I, I do like the fact that you can configure other things. And with Apple stuff, you really, it's the way it is. But I like it that way because, you know, he's even basically said that. You know, people really don't know what they want or need until you give right. it to them. Which, you know, yeah, it's like with the iPhone, you know, of course I wanted it. And then once I had it, it's like, oh, I don't know what the heck I'd do without it, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, he was, you know, he was all about taking care of the stuff that he designed or helped create and lock it down. Because, yeah, it's like you don't need to go fiddle-faddle in it. Just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. So, how long is it now? An hour twenty five minutes. Considering we really hate the show, that's true. Yeah, well, maybe it's the makeup for the fact that there's some weeks that we don't record, so it's like, oh, here's like a big. But some of the podcasts I listen to lately, they're three hours long. Oh, that's a long time. Uh, there's this one called Raging Bullets, and I enjoy it. But yeah, it's three hours long. It's weekly, and three. it's like that's like a damn commitment. Oh my gosh, three <clears> hours <throat> a week. Yes, and um, but now that I've listened to a couple episodes of it, I can predict. And, and kind of fast forward. Yeah. Because it's like every time one of them brings up a target, I mean a topic, I'll look at the, the watch and I know they're going to talk about it for 30 minutes. Bear's <laughs> like, I mean, they, they will. And so I'll listen to about 10, 11 minutes of it. And really in that time, they've pretty much expressed what they were going to say. They just, yeah. It just continues on from that point. Yeah. So I just kind of fast forward sometimes. And they have these like musical things where you can tell when they move from one topic to the other. Yeah. So it's like I'll just listen for that and then kind of start listening to the next thing. <laughs> um, but so. yeah, no, I think that podcasts or or even like with books or audiobooks, 
it it should be in manageable pieces. Yeah. So like it's good when a podcast is like thirty minutes or an hour. Well, thirty minutes because, to me is, is short. Well, it is. An but, hour is about perfect, or an hour and a half is okay. But I mean, like for the for the case of like if you're traveling in your car from you know generally yeah. speaking, most people work about thirty minutes from yeah. work or whatever. That way you can get it all in one trip, and then you don't have to you know you're yeah. done. So that kind of thing I like. But three hours, heck no. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> I can't breathe, Barry. Okay. Well, I guess we should stop again. Um, again. Yeah. Because we, like, we already quit the show once. Oh. Yeah. It's like extra. This is like the bonus track, yeah. you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is uh, Barry signing off. Latoya signing off. Bye. Bye.